Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Droppe Gaming Podcast. It's the most excitement that we have in every episode, is that intro. So that's I don't why know, I the endings are pretty good. Yeah, true. For, for <laughs> listeners. Yes! <laughs> so, so, yeah, episode 174. What have you been up to in the it. week since we recorded last? Um, playing a game, actually. Yeah. Ooh. It's been interesting. Something I just wanted to try it. I literally deleted everything off my PlayStation. <laughs> I was like, fuck you. <laughs> So and that's, that's related to the game you've been playing, but we can talk about that in a little while. Yes. Uh, Today is a very special day. It is a very special day. <laughs> it's the f- first day of the next generation. Wow. Pepsi Max. <laughs> what a world we live in. <laughs> Do you remember when Pepsi Max first came out and they were like, they were like, oh, it's the next generation. Mm, yeah. yeah. And it wasn't. It's just brain cancer. It's just you can a drink. <laughs> You can really taste the aspartame. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's the next generation. Is that the new Valhalla game? Yeah, <laughs> it's the um, yeah, it's the next generation of gaming consoles. Yes. Xbox Series X and S are officially out today. Yes, we and did it, guys. That's it. We're here. So all of the shit that we've been hearing about, talking about, making shit up about. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It all comes down to today and Thursday. So obviously today is Tuesday, the tenth, which is Xbox Day. Yeah. Well, we call the so we we called the Xbox One just Xbone, right? Yeah. And then Xbox One X was the Xbox, which yeah. really took off. Yeah, it did. Oh dear. Wow. Wow. And so I guess we're going to call the Xbox Series X the Xbox Xbox. Ooh. Or the Xbosos for the S. <laughs> you can really, you can really tell the difference in the yeah. articulation between Xbosox and Xbosos. <laughs> Don't get it wrong when you're ordering it. <laughs> so, Important. well, a little bit of Xbox Series X news, um, which is irrelevant now because it's out for everyone. But mm. uh, certain stores, including Big W, ended up sending out units a little bit early. So some yep. people were getting, and I don't understand this, but pressstart.com.au had a news post being like on Sunday saying people were receiving their pre-orders on Sunday and I'm like mm. I don't know maybe Brisbane's different but I didn't have not known of postal services operating on a yeah, Sunday they don't it they may don't be closer them. to Christmas but I wouldn't have thought at this yeah. point but apparently people were receiving their pre-orders on Saturday and Sunday of the Xbox Series X and, and Microsoft just came out and said hey enjoy it just mm. keep in mind that there's a system software update going to be out probably the day before the launch. Yeah. So don't get too sad about things. Mm. But then again, nearly everyone's going to have that anyway because they'll all be in boxes being shipped all around the world yeah. anyway. So yeah. yeah. But yeah, so there's a few people who've got ex- early ones. One person on, a, uh, on an Xbox Series X discussion group that I saw got one from Telstra and it turned out it was an Xbox One X. Not a Series X. They had ordered wow. incorrectly. Uh, and Telstra's response was, you will need to make another order. Yeah. Which means like wave three or four. Five. Yeah, something like that. They're not going to yeah. get one anytime soon. No. So. So too bad. Sucks to be them. 
I guess. It's totally a bad thing to be dyslexic when yeah, you're ordering online. Exactly. Yeah. On the upside, um, speaking of the waves of deliveries from Telstra All Access, we have Xbox One X's, sorry, Xbox Series X, Xbox Oxes, <laughs> yeah, get it right. pre-ordered. Mm. Um, you're getting yours in December. Mine mm. was through Telstra All Access and was due for a December delivery. And I just got an email saying, I've been moved up from wave two to wave 1.5. So I get mine between the 18th and 20th, which is next Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. Wow. So only a week after launch. So that's cool. pretty good. So you'll have a paperweight. Yeah. I mean, nice. I'm definitely going to use that instead of my all new games on the PS5. Exactly. Um, so that's the thing. But yeah, so lots of people happy with their new systems out there today. Yeah. And I hope their hard drives aren't full already. Yeah. Because that's a big thing. Well, at least the Xbox Series X has the expandable storage. Yes. But, uh, well, in handy if we'll you t- can we, afford it. We can talk about some of the news from the last week. And we, we decided to record only a week after our last one because there's guaranteed to be a bunch of news this week and there's guaranteed to be a shitload of games to talk about next week once yeah. we've both got our PS5s on Thursday. Yep. So we may as well get all this shit out of the way now. Mm. Um. And some of the news that's been coming out in the last week, so we've seen the reviews of the console started dropping around Thursday or Friday last week. Yep. Um, they're averaging around 8 out of 10s across the board. Mm. So pretty safe bet from everyone. Nice yeah. nice um, controversy. <laughs> so that's really exciting. Um, but we've also seen some of the sizing for stuff. So Yeah, which is... Well, Something the, that I was a bit concerned about, and I'm yeah. glad that we're starting to hear about this now. I'm actually really concerned about the PS5 yeah. because of the things that we've been seeing. So before we get in, we've got some sizes of some of the games, but before we get into that, there's a, a bit of a issue with the PS5 storage. Where so we've we've known for a little while that the usable storage on it is around 640 ish gigabytes, mm. which is not very much. So it's right. advertised at 850, yeah? So it's 825, and then there's about 180 gig reserved for the operating system. And then, so that leaves about 645. That's a massive amount for an operating system. Yeah, so like the Xbox Series X is like 200 gig. That's nearly three times Windows. Mm. Like, that's out of control. But it's enough to, I, I mean, I imagine a lot of that is probably empty space for caching and just like ease yeah, of, true. so that it doesn't, hit a point where you filled your section and yeah. it accidentally runs out in its section and everything mm. comes crashing down. But the problem with that is we also know that the PS5 has this slot for an expandable storage card yeah. for an M2 um, solid state drive chip. Now, they've come out and said that... Originally, they said we're going to put out a list of the ones that are supported. Mm. They haven't got to that yet. And so as a result, they've decided they're going to disable that slot on all the systems at launch. So even if you bought one already, despite the fact that they said don't, yeah. if you bought one anyway, it's not going to work when you plug it in, which mm. means you're stuck with that 640 gig. And if you're thinking, well, we can plug in an external hard drive, they've also come out and said PS5 games at launch will not be able to be transferred to an external hard drive. So all you can put on there is PS4 games and you can play them from that drive which will keep that space free for all your backwards compatibility yeah. stuff. But any PS5 games you get are going to need to be on that 640 gig. Yeah. Yeah. So that brings us to the sizes. So I compiled a little list of the games that I'm most excited for. Well, the thing that I'm also a little bit, uh, I guess, waiting to see 
is yes, these are the sizes of the games installed on the hard drive, yeah. but it doesn't say whether these games have been installed from disk and there's still, you know, another 30 gig of disk space that isn't installed on the hard drives. I think so on and so on. With um, the physical copies on these new systems, they're not able to actually run off the disk drive. So, so they have to copy completely. everything yeah. onto the drive and, and then, then it's basically just a key. Yeah. The disk becomes just a key. A lot like a PC. But one of the things that they have, no one's mentioned is how much patching is going to affect things. So mm. they have said that on the PS5 and presumably on the Xbox that patching is going to be on the PS5 is going to be a lot more efficient. Yeah. So whereas on PS4, the way it worked was say they patch like one gigabyte worth of shit in a yeah. 50 gigabyte game, mm. you have to download nearly the whole 50 gig of the game yeah. because it has to download whole sections. Whereas this, with the solid state driver, apparently they can just like pick and choose slot where they put in. the, yeah, yeah, like slot in the new pieces. Yeah. So we should, in theory, if that's true, see much smaller patch sizes. So we won't be seeing like Call of Duty downloads of like 140 gig. Yeah. And things like that. Mm-hmm. Now, we have got the file sizing for Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Uh, PS4 is 95 gig, Xbox One is 93 gig. But then jumping up to the next gen, PS5 is 133 gig. And Xbox Series S and X are both 135 gig. Which for- was a little bit strange because the S and the X are not going to be running the same game. To, yeah. Like the same game, yes, but not the same graphics and yeah you know, it'll it's be- the graphics is the main thing mm. because the difference is the s can only run up to 1440 yeah resolution not full 4k yeah so you would think that developers making two do i mean it's extra way extra work yeah because they have to make a third version of the that's game that's right but um what we're seeing there is that you know with those sizes regardless of any patches you're looking at ps4 will be uh, sorry the PS5 one is about 25% of the 20% of the usable space on the console mm. and the Xbox Series X is about 17% but the Xbox Series S is 37% of the hard drive that's ridiculous now the difference here is that you can go and spend 360 bucks on that 1 terabyte yeah. plug and play like hot swappable extra mm. hard drive and it can run off that so there is that, but like you've just saved yourself two hundred and fifty bucks on a console, and then you have to go and drop another three hundred and sixty because yeah, it's exactly. fucking tiny Useless. hard drive. Yeah. So, um, but apart from that, like everything in the Series S is the same as the Series X in terms of processing powers. Um, well, apart from the graphic yeah. graphical capability, but like solid state drive, all that kind of shit. So. There's that, but then when you look at something that's a first-party game, which so these are Xbox first-party games between the Series S and the Series X, you've got Gears Five, which on the Series X is seventy-one point two gigabytes, but on the Series S it's only fifty-five point one, and that's a big difference. Yeah, so that what they've obviously done is go well, you're not going to need all these four K textures yeah. on a on the S, so let's them. remove them out of that yeah. version. Mm-hmm. Whereas, and I mean, if you look at CODs. Like, historically, their patch sizes are ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. So there's got to be something there with them just going, optimize? Nah. Mm. You know? Because, like, it makes no sense that... that It's not like COD is that far advanced over other things. Like, exactly. you look at Assassin's Creed Valhalla, right? Yeah. Was, like, 45 or 50 gig mm. download for the PS4 compared to Call of Duty, like, Warzone, which is 100-something gig. 
mm-hmm. which is a massive difference. And you yeah. know that Valhalla is a far bigger game than COD. Yeah, you would definitely think so. So mm. um, the other one is Sea of Thieves, which is 46.6 on the X and 17 on the S. Yeah, that one really surprised me because that is a ridiculous difference. Yeah. Like that's three times bigger for the X. Yeah. And that's insane to me. Yeah. You know, like I understand so, that graphics makes a huge difference. I mean, it's not exactly a very graphically intense game. No, that's Thieves, right. But yeah. Yeah, it is interesting that that's what you can achieve with optimization between those two systems. Mm. Um, so it's it remains to be seen how that's going to go with third parties, whether they're going to do the extra yard, like the extra hard work to yeah make the S version exactly. Smaller. Because how how long is the S realistically going to be a thing? Mm. You know, surely most people are going for the X, and if they get an S, they're going to upgrade later. You'd think so. I mean, even the Xbox One S was not a less powerful system. No, definitely not. So, yeah. But um, well, the, the S was the first one that, of the Xbox's ones that added 4K capability. Yeah. Because it put the 1.4 um, HDMI on it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, um, it was actually, if anything, probably supposed to be a bit more powerful. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's interesting. We'll see how that goes over time, I guess, whether it's going to flop or not. We mentioned this last time. There's 19 launch titles on the PS5. Yeah. So the, 19, yeah, or roughly around roughly that. about 19, I and that's including looking, some upgrades and whatnot yeah, as well. We're looking at having including PS4 upgrades around 15 or 16 or 17 games, yeah. just from what we've got. Yeah. So there's a couple other extra ones on top of that. So when you look at that, there is. Not much chance that we're going to be able to fit all of these on no. our standard stock day one hard drive Absolutely in a PS5. Not. So we know, I mean, assuming the PS5 version of Valhalla and Watch Dogs Legions are going to be similar in size, mm. right? Which is unlikely. Yeah. But we're looking at, I think Watch Dogs was like 35 gig or something, which yeah, is fuck it was all. Pretty little, yeah. Valhalla was like 45. So mm. they've gone, you've just lost 80 gig, right? Yeah. Yeah. Then, so the ones that I put on this list are Spider-Man Miles Morales Ultimate Edition, which has the remaster of the original. Yep. 105 gigabytes. Demon's Souls, 66 gig. COD Black Ops, 133. Godfall, 50 gig. AC Valhalla, 50 gig. So those five games... You got over 400 gig. That's, yeah, 405 gig plus mm. about, let's say, 40 for Watch Dogs. So you're looking at four, four, nearly 450 yep. gone. So you've got less than 200 gig left. We've also got Destiny 2 Beyond Light hits PS5, the PS5 upgrade version, on December 8th, I think, or 10th. Mm-hmm. And that's hundred uh, sorry, that's 70.78 gig. They reckon the email I got today said wow. 70.78, but it said the PS4 version is 171.68 wow. for one game on the PS4. Now, I assume that's because of just like... When they, whenever they make an expansion, they just fucking load it yeah, on on yeah. top. But um, I take that with a grain of salt, I think. But seriously, just with those five games, which are probably, I think, if you're getting a PS5 and you want to play real PS5 games, those are the ones you're going to be looking at. Like, yeah. um, you know, add-on Sackboy, maybe Bug Snacks is PS Plus free, mm. um, and Astro's Playroom's preloaded on your system, so you've got like eight or nine games there. Yeah which will probably fully exactly. load out your yeah. whole hard drive. Mm-hmm. So you're going to need to be d- 
deleting and reinstalling shit. And, you know, it's only a couple of weeks after, I think a week after Mortal Kombat 11 upgrade drops. Yeah. Um, And then we've got, you know, between launch and the end of this year, there's a bunch of games coming out. Mm -hmm. And then in the beginning of the new year, there'll be even more. So, yeah. So I I think they need to hurry up and, like, not fucking drag their feet with those system Mm. software updates. At the very least, the external hard drive thing. Yeah. Because with the PS4, I... Vaguely remember it taking a really long time for them to yeah, add that pretty sure functionality. And seriously, that's all you need. If you yeah. can copy something off your internal onto an external, yeah. that would probably allay a lot of the sort of rage from yeah, gamers. Exactly. Yeah. Because that expandable slot not being dis- like being disabled at launch is pretty fucking shitty. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But then to give people no option. Mm-hmm. you're just like shit but then again who the fuck's got a PS5 at launch because they sold out yeah so but that's the other thing like you know if if you are able to download these and I mean they're not they're not all massive downloads but even with NBN 100 you know which is what a lot of them are yeah. calling it it's still going to take you a couple of hours yeah. to download a full size 50 gig game yeah so if you are getting things like you know Godfall or AC Valhalla and you go oh, I really want to try this other game I'm just going to delete that or I'm going to delete these two or whatever yeah um, and then you go fuck I really want to go back and play that now yeah you're going to have to really think about what your gaming yeah. strategy is going to be exactly which and is a pain in the ass like it's a very first world problem to have yeah to be like fuck I can't fit my 15 games at launch like seriously the PS4 at launch I think I don't know if I mentioned this yeah, last time I had like few. I had like Knack Killzone mm-hmm. um, Need for Speed and maybe like two other fucking games yeah and now at launch of the PS5 let alone the PS4 mm-hmm. backwards compatibility exactly. stuff yeah. I'm gonna have you know excluding Assassin's Creed Valhalla oh Black Flag was PS4 launch as well oh, yeah. so Let's include Valhalla, mm. the two Spider-Man games. So they've just said that Spider-Man Remastered will have a patch uh, within the first two weeks that will add in the ability to transfer your save from PS4 to PS5. So That's cool. originally they said you can't, yeah. and people were like, well, fuck, why? Yeah. That's so shitty. And they were like, you know what? We listen. You're right. Yeah, let's get so it So that's really cool. So, yeah. But the upside of that is you can save that little bit of extra space on your hard drive for two weeks. And yeah. not download the game until then. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. you know, It's not a lot of space to save, but it's something. Yeah. Mm. But, I mean, if you get Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Ultimate Edition, Demon's Souls, Godfall, and Valhalla, you're looking at, like, three, just under 300 gig gone, but yeah. that's, like, hundreds of hours of game. That's right. So... Yeah. Yeah. It's not that big of an issue yet, mm. but if they don't solve that problem, very yeah, if they don't solve that yeah. issue, and it, it didn't really start becoming that much of a big deal with the PS4 until we started getting games, you know, like Red Dead Redemption Two at a hundred gig, yeah, you know, and things like that. And yes, you know, people with massive catalogs, and and believe me, we have a fucking big catalog of games. Yeah. you know, you just don't want to go and play your old games. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, fuck, now I've got to go and delete games. I've got to go re-download them. You know, Yeah. if I want to play a game, I'd love to be able to just go, I have that game. Yeah. Yeah, and that's going to be a That was the issue. upside of 
um, having discs apart from having to install yeah, stuff. Yeah. But like I showed, I was telling you before we started recording, I've just bought a Samsung T5 solid state drive portable hard drive. Yeah. Um, for like 200 bucks. But this is the first time ever that I'm going to have an external hard drive plugged into a console because yeah. I never bothered with the PS4. Yeah. I just went, okay, I've got a new game. What can I delete? And mm. usually I would delete stuff and not regret it ever. Yeah. And then yeah. if I want to download something, I just go, oh yeah, I'll add that and mm. leave it on overnight or whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, this is the first time that I've got an external hard drive purely because I'm really keen to play even just PS4 backwards. I've always said backwards compatibility is fucking garbage and mm. pointless, but just that like we've we've just saw one of the news points that we've got is the witcher 3 right we saw footage of that on the xbox series x running with backwards compatibility and notoriously with that game you would have a bit of a decent sized load time when you fast travel Mm -hmm. and on this new this clip it was like fast travel from one point to another and as soon as they clicked to the new place the whole screen went fucking bizarre like all messed up like they were clipping through the world Mm -hmm. and then they were suddenly standing where they were so it didn't even have time to load up the load screen Mm. that's how quick it was and I just think of like it won't do that from an external though no but you can transfer from the PS from onto the the drive so as long as I've got room I can move things back and forth and it's a solid state external running on USB 3 so you know you're looking at reasonably fast transfer times like much faster than downloading oh for sure so things like Watch Dogs Legion playing that on PS4 as soon as I turned it on I was like fuck where's PS5 yeah because it was like nearly three minutes loading yeah and I'm just like I don't have time I mean I have time for this what (laughs) what the hell else am I doing (laughs) my life (laughs) complaining I don't have time to whinge anymore I made a sandwich before I started (laughs) now I have to go make another one (laughs) eating it and I'm still hungry and it's not even loaded <laughs> yeah so yeah we're kind of flip flopping over all this stuff but this is like I said this is the first time I'm going to put an external drive on my system and yeah. purely like I totally walk back all my comments about backwards compatibility in the past you know I've been reading a lot more about if it if it's going to upscale as well yeah then that's a huge difference yeah backwards compatibility is one thing but the ability to upscale it yeah not to you know, 4K, like we're not yeah. completely remastering games, mm. but if they're going to upgrade them a bit so that yeah. they run quicker, they're smoother and they just look a little bit better, yeah. then there are a fucking lot of games that I would actually go, I want to go and have a go of that. Yeah. You know, and I'll talk about it a bit later, but I'm very interested to see the difference because I've been playing AC Valhalla. Yeah. Really interested to see the difference of how that looks on the new console. Yeah. And as, and just having that, you know, hours of, you know, involvement and then yeah. all of a sudden an upgrade, I'll be really happy to have a go of that. Yeah. And I mean, it doesn't look that bad. Oh, it looks really good. But I'm yeah. hoping it looks fucking heaps better. But it'll run a lot smoother as well. Yeah. Like, you're looking at faster frame rates. Yeah. You know, my, my TV has, it's a LG CX, so it's like brand new OLED, and it has the ability to... Um, do its own post-processing yep. to make things look sharper or whatever. There's like just a massive amount of customizability with the graphics and everything in the display. Mm-hmm. But what I find is when I put it on like movie mode or something, it, it sharpens everything, brightens everything, whatever. When you try to do that with a video game on PS4, you 
tend to get a bit of input lag. Okay. Because, yeah. you know, it's it's sending from the PlayStation to the TV, then the TV is doing its thing. So yeah. when you're playing a game, you've got to dial everything down for the processing, yeah. which makes everything, all the edges look a bit more blurred and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But then switching to a PS5, I'm going to be able to have it on like minimal processing, but have that really crystal clear yeah. image. Yeah. So... I mean, it's not going to be that. it's not going to be that noticeable. Like we we need to understand that, yeah, four K is great, HDR is great, but graphic graphical improvement is not what this generation's about. It's about the load times and stuff. Mm. And going to like so EA, one of the other news points, they've just released, they've made an announcement saying Mass Effect Legendary Edition coming second quarter, twenty twenty one. It's going to be Mass Effect one, two, and three with. Uh, coming to PS4, PC, Xbox One with forward compatibility and targeted enhancements for PS5 and Xbox Series forward X. Forward compatibility? Like yeah. to the Xbox... No, 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 whatever that is. <laughs> Xbox <in> the- sucks. <laughs> and the PS6. Um, and it'll include all DLC, all promo weapons, promo armor and packs, all all remastered and optimized for 4K Ultra HD. And all you now, have to do is drop your credit card into the CD <laughs> slot. Yeah. <laughs> now, I... The Mass Effect games are really long. Yeah. And they're a massive time sink. You need to commit to yeah. play them, especially mm. playing them one, two, three. Yeah, oh, yeah. But anyone who's played them already remembers elevator scenes yep. and various other excuses for load screens mm. throughout the series. Yeah. Going to PS5 or Xbox Series X, and even if they're like a half, you know, some of the load times we've seen are only like half. So it'll go from two and a half minutes to one minute for a mm. load, which is still a shitty load time. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But in terms of like, if you get a drop of 50% or more in the load time, that's going to be make a big difference. And mm. that's what I'm looking forward to. And I will fucking play those games again. Yeah. Um, they also announced they're making a new one, but pff, yeah, just give me that good old shit. Exactly. That's the so. good stuff. Um, speaking of uh, other games that are currently out, uh, NBA 2K21 um, has actually added a new thing called the City to the new gen consoles. This is a cool little touch by yeah. 2K, I think. And, and I think if more developers were doing this to games that are currently out, it'd actually add a lot more value to their, you know, their compatibility to on the, the upgrade. New, yeah, yeah. Because, particularly with games like Control, where you have to buy the Ultimate Edition to get the pre... Or even Spider-Man Miles Morales yeah. with Spider-Man Remastered. Mm. Like, all you get is the other game remastered, but you still have to pay extra to get it. Yeah. Why not add that little bit extra like what they're doing here? Mm. And I think that's fantastic. They are also adding, they said, uh, came out today, uh, WNBA League. Yeah. So it'll be the... You know, you you can create a female. You can take them through the you know the preseasons, the selections, getting time. drafted. Yeah, and it should have been done two years ago. Yeah, more. Yeah. Um, but it's great that they're actually you know really giving that game a lot more work, which is fantastic. Yeah, that's a really good one, and it's um, that's one that I think will benefit visually a lot as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so obviously. If you haven't pre-ordered and haven't been confirmed for pre-ordered, um, you're not getting a console for a while. Probably. I think in America they have stock in stores, but PlayStation have come out and said worldwide no one will be selling stock in store. 
uh, on launch day. So because obviously they're expecting if there was going to be in-store stock, people will line up. And I think they will anyway. Yeah. Um, just in the hopes of getting one because they mm. were sold out pre-order. But in a post-COVID world, that's really irresponsible yeah, from that's true. Sony to put people in that situation. Yeah. So, I mean, personal responsibility as well. You've got to not put yourself in a dangerous situation, but there's something to be said for a company, you know, hyping the fuck out of people mm. and then being like, hey, just be smart about this. Yeah. You know, yeah. unlike FIFA who are like, Ultimate Team is so cool. Credit card. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, they've said that you, you, in some places you'll be able to order online and then go pick it up on launch day but mm-hmm. there's no in-store stock so I don't know in Australia I mean I assume in Australia they don't because EB has like December shipments yeah. and all this kind of shit possibly I think maybe um, Big W and stuff like that maybe we'll have some well I actually got an email from Big W yesterday late yesterday afternoon and yeah. it said you know the the future of gaming or something is here and mm. I clicked on it and had a look and there was nothing about consoles at all. Yeah. They had like new controllers and new fucking yeah. peripherals. They had new games. Um, and then it went on to Switch stuff. Yeah. And I was like, that was really weird. Like, you know, the, the heading was like, hey, you know, new Come consoles it. now. And yeah. then it's like, oh, we're not even talking about it. Yeah, exactly. So that was a bit weird. Um, so I think, yeah, I honestly think if you're in Australia and you're not pre you haven't pre-ordered already, you're you're probably out of luck unfortunately so that sucks Um, Uh, if you haven't traded in your PS4 and you're looking to upgrade obviously and then as a hand me down to kids or something um, one of the biggest things has always been game sharing if you've got multiple consoles you can buy a game online and you can share it between the two Um, so now with the, the PS5 which is fantastic. I reckon this is great. Yeah. They're still going to be doing the game sharing on the PS5 if you do yeah. end up with two of them. And it doesn't mess up with the PS4 one. So you can have game sharing between your PS4 and someone else's PS4 and your PS5 and a completely different person's PS5 and mm. it's fine yeah. like that. Which but is the great. best thing is... Yeah, the good thing is that you can actually have both of those consoles running on the same account yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Which was one thing that I was really worried about that they'd go, no, if you're logged into your account, you're fucking logged in and that's yeah, it. And it boots you off the other yeah, system. Yeah, like it always did with the game sharing on the, the same consoles. Yeah. So I'm stoked because I'm keeping my PS4, yeah. which has got all my games on it. Well, not all of them, but a lot of the newer ones. Yeah. Um, I've traded an older PS4 in, so that's gone. Yeah. But I'll be handing down to my kids the other one and I'm sure you're doing the same thing yeah yeah I've deleted everything off my PS4 except for like Bit of Minecraft Minecraft Dungeons Lego 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 whatever <laughs> yeah. um, and you know overcooked things like that yep so there's a few games there that will keep them busy we've got Guitar Hero still nice. gathering dust in the garage which is mm-hmm. where their TV is so they can you know Breathe in the dust and also... And dodge the car when you drive in. Yeah, play yeah. old games that I don't care about <laughs> anymore. <laughs> so that's nice for them. Yeah. Um, what else have we got? So the oh, one thing that I saw, and I don't believe that this is real, but it was on legit websites. PS5 will show you time played in games, mm. not just for PS5, but for previously played PS4 games. 
Now, I don't know how the fuck they work this because it was never available yeah. on the PS4. But if there was something in the save file that was saving, first of all, why the fuck didn't they show us that? Yeah. But if mm-hmm. it was there, then awesome. So you can go back and look at Overwatch and go, wow, I played that a lot. Or The Witcher 3, you know, you open that up and you, that's when your family go, you know what, we need to yeah. sit you down Intervention. and have a little talk yeah. about your mm-hmm. problem. And potentially about how much money you've just spent on a new console. Yeah, exactly. Well, well, obviously, you would be happy just playing The Witcher 3 over <laughs> exactly. and over again. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the other thing, the last thing, I guess, about PS5 is that they released their FAQ on the PS blog. It's mostly stuff we already know about, you know, basic things like how do I do game transfers and stuff yeah. like that, data transfers, etc., etc. But two things jumped out at me. Well, three things. One was the game, sh- uh, the game share ability, where you can. I think this was on PS4 as well, where you could play co-op with someone. Yeah, and they in would certain games. Yeah, like it was like um, sort of virtual couch co-op yeah. on certain games, where you mm-hmm. could share your screen to them and they could play even if they don't own the game. So that was in a way out. Yeah, so that was yeah. there's a couple of games that did that, mm. which is really cool. So apparently now you can do that as well as having the picture in picture of watching your friends play. Yeah. You can share your whole screen or in your party, you can share your whole game screen of a single player game and let someone else play your game. Wow. If you're like, oh, I can't fucking do this bit, you just share it to a mate. That's cool. And then they play it. Yeah. But the two things that really jumped out at me were the mute button on the DualSense. So we know that the DualSense controller has an integrated microphone, mm-hmm. which is fucking awesome. So the mute button on it, if you short press it, it mutes and unmutes the mic, obviously. But if you long press, it not only mutes the mic, but it cuts out all output audio from the PS5. So if you're playing a game and someone comes in and talks to you, you can quickly hold down and mute fucking everything Mm. and not have to like find the remote and mute it or pause the game and dick around. Which seriously, if you were going to do that, you'd pause the game anyway. Yeah. So... But like some games you can pause them and there's a bunch of fucking background noise still anyway. Yeah. Um, So, you know, I just think that's a really nifty little thing Mm. to add in. The other thing is that the recently recorded, uh, the recording of recent gameplay on PS4 was limited to 15 minutes. On the PS5, it's 60 minutes. So you can play for an hour and then press save recent footage and it saves the whole thing. Mm. It does it in 1080p not 4K, but you yeah. can set it for when you manually start, which I assume will operate the same way. I have mine set up, so if I double tap my share button, it starts recording video. Yep. I think by standard, it's like a long press or something like that. Okay. But anyway, um, you can set it up so that when you manually start a screen record, it records in 4K. You can also share photos and stuff in 4K. Uh, but we've talked about the limitations there with the PlayStation app not being as good as the Xbox app for that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, it is really good to be able to share 4K shit or yeah. even 1080p because I think the PS4 was limited was to 720, yeah, which, so. you know, you'd share things and they'd look like shit. And you're yeah. like, you're like oh, how good does this game look? And then people load it up and they're like, mm. yeah. are you playing on an Atari? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but I thought those so two things be were pretty interesting. I think, um, you know, that's going to be... Yeah, you know, something that'll come into its own in time because I did also see that there was um, you know ways that you could access those on the PlayStation website uh, for screenshots and things like yeah. that in your account. Yeah. Um, if you can do that on video as well and then download it and edit it, then that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Well, they also have the Share Factory, 
app, which on PS4 was really fucking good. Yeah. And apparently on PS5, it's even better. Wow. So they've added in extra features and, and, you know, 4K output and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. you know, I always used to use Share Factory to add on, you know, assuming there was game, there was supported themes for the games. Yeah. Yeah. But you could add like intros and outros and, and all kinds of shit to it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You know, so, mm. um, yeah. So moving on from the news, you've been playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yes. I started playing it, <laughs> hit a game-breaking bug, that stopped me from progressing at all in a main story mission. Yeah. So I just went, fuck this. And you did try and try a lot. and try. I reset to a save an hour prior, yeah. got to the same point, the same thing happened. I don't know. It seems, from, I've read a lot of reviews since they came out. Yeah. And it seems like barely any people have had any issues, especially not game breaking bugs. Yeah. I've never had that in an Assassin's Creed game or mm. any game, really. Yeah. Ever. To that kind of and to have yeah. that happen, I was just like, Kill me now. How's this happening to me? Yeah. To me! <laughs> and, and I've got to say that Matt doesn't complain or whinge much most of the time. From bugs and stuff like that. But like. he fucking went bananas over the last few days. Yeah, I was just like, fuck. How can they release a game like this? He was this? so excited for it. Oh, because yeah. I, you know, I, we finished, we reviewed Watch Dogs Legion and I was yeah. like, sweet, hopefully we get Assassin's Creed Valhalla pre-launch. Mm. I was like... I will totally play that for an entire... We got it about a week before launch. Yeah. And I just thought this is going to be a great... launch today. Yeah. Yeah. So I was thinking it's going to be a great week. And I ended up getting about five and a half hours into it. Well, my save file said five and a half hours, but I'd probably spent a good eight. Because before I hit the game-breaking bug on the story mission, I hit one on a side mission. So what happened was I went through, did a couple of story missions, and then I just went lateral lateral move I just went I'm going to explore the world and do side shit yeah. and I explored heaps for like hours yeah. and then I hit this town and this guy was like hey come help me choose the raid leader for my like raid boat or whatever mm. yeah. and I was like okay and he goes so this is how we do it you fight these three people and we decide which one's the best huh. so I was like okay cool fist fight with three people I lost and when I lost I uh, you know, it faded to black. Then I stood up and everyone was standing. The crowd was in a circle around, still cheering. Nothing happened. The guy who started the quest was like floating up and down on his chair. Oh, cool. And I was like, okay. So I reloaded the save to before. Sounds I was like, like maybe... he's already made his mind up. Yeah. <laughs> and when I reloaded, it started playing the cutscene dialogue just as it was fading to black. And I was like, what the hell? So yeah. then I went through it again, lost again. Same thing happened. Tried. I, I was like, okay, what if I just win it yeah so I won it same thing happened nothing just wow. standing around and I did that for literally like two and a half hours mm. just reloading it going maybe this will work maybe this will yeah. work maybe I reload because the good thing about this game is that they do auto saves a lot yeah so I had a lot of options to work with but yeah. I just could not get past it and eventually wow. I just went you know what fuck this mm. fast tra- I reloaded to just before I talked to the dude Fast traveled back to the main town or the starting town or whatever, yeah. where my next main mission was. Did the main mission, went through a cutscene again. Actually, I played the dice game. I really, oh, I, yeah. played, I really That's love cool. that. That's yeah. like Gwent, yeah, it in is. The Witcher, so good. Yeah. But anyway, we'll get into your review shortly. But I'm just, I'm nearly finished my fucking shitty story about <laughs> this game. Um, so I did the dice. I did flighting, which is also really cool. You can explain that. Um, and then I went into the thing and did this big cut scene 
And then you go, you know, continuing the story, continuing the story. This guy goes, oh, come walk with me to the docks. We'll get some fresh air. I was like, sweet. Followed him to I the docks. I love fresh air. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just standing at the end of the dock and I walk up and nothing happens. And I walked around him. I walked all over the place. Same thing that had happened at the other place. Mm. Just no progression. So I reloaded. I reloaded a bunch of times, tried different ways to follow him, made sure that I didn't jump ahead of the dialogue yeah. or anything like that just to like take it slow see if it works nothing worked I reloaded my save to an hour prior mm. which was before I'd done any of the dice games before I'd done a couple of viewpoints like I'd explored a lot yeah. and I backtracked through all of it went through all the shit again same thing so I just went look I'm not dealing with this I'll start mm. it fresh on the PS5 and pray to freaking god that I don't yeah, come across exactly. the same issues yeah now, but I haven't heard of anyone else having those problems. Mm. So. Well, I've, I've had none of those specific issues. Um, I have come across a couple of bugs now and again. Like, they're, they're, they seem pretty rare. Yeah, classic AC bugs, though, like a horse yeah. in a cutscene or a yeah. dude floating or yeah, exactly. you know, things yeah. like that. And, and that's happened kind of often, you yeah. know, like those little things. Like, I do remember at one stage I rode a horse to a checkpoint and it turned out the checkpoint was just over the top of this little hill and I didn't see that that's where the dudes were that I had to talk to so anyway I was riding really fast and then I jumped off my horse and my horse ended up with like its front foot on the top of a roof <laughs> like it looked like a little bus stop shelter kind of thing yeah, nice. and its front foot was on the top of that and it was literally like in a relaxed kind of standing but vertical, <laughs> nice. just going, just chilling. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. and That's then the cutscene was there. And this, this horse is just like vertically chilling in the background. So that was pretty rad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I've had a couple where I had um, the game just seems to freeze for a little bit in cutscenes. Um, yeah, like there was one part where I did a, a raid. You go up, you you know, try and find the treasure or whatever you're trying to get to in this castle or whatever. And then someone yells out, there's boats coming. And all of a sudden it, it cuts to a, a cut scene. And it's this picture from up high of like the, the dock where your boat is with the ocean in the background and there's rocks and shit everywhere. Yeah. And you're just watching these waves crashing against these rocks. And then all of a sudden you see these three little boats come in from the side and they kind of go across the screen and then went off the other side of the screen. <laughs> and then that took about probably, I don't know, 30 seconds, 45 seconds at most, yeah. which I was starting to go, this is a really fucking long cut scene. Like something cool's going to happen. Yeah. Didn't. They just left. Yeah. But then for nearly 10 minutes, it just sat on the screen of these waves crashing into the rocks. And nice. I'm sitting there like, hitting all the buttons and going, what the fuck's going on? Pausing it, came back and it was exactly the same. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I thought I'd broken it, but yeah. it ended up just going, oh, cool. Well, there's someone coming on a boat and that was it. And, and it just continued it just on. Continued maybe on. that's what I just needed to leave it sitting in there for fucking maybe. half an hour. Yeah, maybe. That annoys the shit out of me. Yeah. That's like seriously, fun. come yeah. on guys. And that's after two patches. So the launch day patch is 1.0.2. Yeah. Which we all... I had already downloaded that a couple of days ago. Yeah. And that's when I hit the problem after that. So okay. I was like, fuck. Yeah. They launched a patch isn't even going to fix this. Yeah. 
So yeah. what hope do I have? Well, let's hope there's so, seriously, I hope I don't. If I start it on PS5 and I get into it and that happens again, I'm going to be really fucking annoyed. Mm. Well, and that's, again, a first per, a first world problem. But, like, yeah, I'm getting the game for free. Can you but imagine someone who paid 100 bucks, bucks for it getting yeah, that? Exactly. It's, like, You'd be unforgivable. Pissed. Yeah, exactly. You know, it, it's a waste of money if you cannot yeah. fucking play the game. Mm. But anyway, apart from that... Apparently, yeah. this game is really good. So, I have been enjoying it. There are some parts of it that are a, a bit monotonous and a bit tedious. Um, I've played about roughly 20 hours of it now, so maybe I'm probably a third of the way through. Um, I don't know. Like, there's, There is always so much side shit to do in an AC game. It's hard to know. Yeah. Um, you know, really get a grasp of what I think generally the story is around 20 hours, 20 to 30 hours. Okay. Yeah. But like Odyssey was a, a bad one to compare because that game was fucking huge. Yeah. And I assume yeah. Valhalla is at, as big, if not bigger. Well, it doesn't seem like I'm anywhere near close to finishing it. You know, there's still a lot of the world that I have to explore. Uh, a lot that I have to open up. Um, there's going to be a lot more gameplay in this than I'm, you know, I'm already at. Um, so I've got a, a fair bit to do. Yeah. So probably about a third, maybe. Yeah. To do. This yeah, thing says. This thing says AC Valhalla will ask players to invest a minimum of fifty hours in go. just the story on the normal difficulty. So that's one of the things that I liked. The difficulty options. Yeah. There's like four different difficulty options yeah. to There's a lot really of customize the yeah. type of game you want to play. Yeah. There is. Which I think is really cool. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely a step forward in, in accessibility. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. good. Um, but basically the, yeah. the, the basic story of this is that, um, and I'm not giving away any you know, hints here of, uh, of story, um, but you are from the Danes like um, Norway or something. Norway shit like kind that. of thing yeah. and the Vikings um, the Vikings yep and you're at the very start there's a the opening scene where your mother and father are having a party um, they are like the leaders of this town um, and a bad guy comes along and starts burning down things and you know your dad goes alright well what's it going to take for you to stop yeah. he's got a much bigger army um, he says if you you know, surrender yourself and, you know, you die, then I will save everyone else and, and we'll just move on. Yeah. So the dad gets, okay, Sacrifices done. Himself. Yeah, kills himself and the guy goes, slaughter them all, burn the whole town to death, like to ground. Yeah. So anyway, you Didn't run Didn't see off. that one coming. No, exactly. It would have been a very quick game. <laughs> the freaking guy's the name is like Kyotave the Cruel. Yeah. Oh, we can trust him to be reasonable. Yeah, he sounds like one of those kind of really, you know, Decent guy. Yeah. Um, So yeah. Anyway, you you end up being taken in by another king, and you're raised as a a son to him. But he's obviously got an older son, so he's the one in line for everything. Um, I believe the story so far has been really good. There's a lot of um, kind of politics in it as well because you're playing at that kind of a level, like you're the you know, leader, yeah. the leader, the son of a king, kind of thing. Um, you mentioned the the flighting before. Yeah, uh, I thought that was kind of interesting. Where it, it's you have a guy who taught you how to do poetry, almost. Yeah, um, and it's a poetry from a long time ago where it's an argument. 
Yeah. And it's like, you know, you've got to be able to diss the other person. and Yeah. yeah. You've got to and, match like their cadence and rhythm and, and yeah. the meaning of their words and stuff like that. And you find those battles all around the world. Yeah. It's fucking really cool to be like just something yeah, different it is know? a bit yeah yeah and that, and that's one thing that is in this game there's there's a few differences like that like yeah. the the dice game yeah, yeah that is another one that's a bit different it's very well um well made i yeah. found that dice game to really i mean i don't know i only played a couple of games yeah. before i deleted everything in a mm. fucking rage <laughs> but <laughs> But yeah, it is different. Like it, the, it did remind me very much of Gwent in in, yeah. which in terms of like, wow, this is actually a game that I could just play. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Regardless of the whole rest of the fucking amazing big game. Yeah, and I'm sure that's going to come out like Gwent as a mobile game or Maybe, something. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see if that ends up happening or not. Um, there's a shitload of exploring in this game, and that's just another AC thing. Um, you can literally run and swim from one end of the map to the other yeah. and play this game for hours. Just yeah. just mucking around, talking to people. Um, there's some fantastic structures when it comes to uh, you know leveling up. So yeah. you obviously, each, each thing you do, story mode or side quest that you do, um, you'll earn power-up points and you can yeah, go skill and points. skill points and go and get those and yeah that reminded yeah. me of like final fantasy 10 and stuff like that with the yeah the sort the of web, web almost yeah. web of skills yeah so it also has this um the town building thing yeah so you get a settlement i didn't get up to getting my yeah. settlement mm-hmm. but you get a settlement and you get to build it up yeah so basically you go and you do raids of local monasteries or, yeah. or, or you know, other settlements and things like that. And in those, you get raw material. And you use those to build your town up. Yeah. Um, I mean, yes, it is a part of the game, but it's kind of dicky and superfluous in a way. Yeah. You know, like, well, it's you, never been done in, a, in an Assassin's Creed yeah. game before, so that's kind of one of the things that they were like, Hey, we've added we can this do whole this. new yeah. building sim and, thing. And it's not like it was in, um, say, Fallout 4, where oh, yeah. you, know, you actually go and rebuild places and you, know, you, you create a settlement. Yeah. It's, you walk up to a sign that's you know, got a light in it yeah. and you press X and it goes, do you want to upgrade the fucking archery place? And you yeah. go, yes. And if you've got enough of these raw materials... Then ka-ching, 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 a few yeah. sounds of nails being hit in as well, and then you bang, and it's there. Um, that's very, um, that's very shallow. Yes, it is. Hollow. Yeah, yeah. So I found that a bit different. Like it, it does add to the game because as you're doing that, like you, you have a raid party that's in your boat as you go around the the you know world. Um, you can find different people in different places all around the world that you can recruit. Mm-hmm. They all have different kind of skills, really. Not huge differences, but some skills. Um, you know, they're more warriors, I guess, than they are uh, just settlement folk. Um, but then if you build the armory back at home, you can actually create the equivalent of a knight. Yeah. So you can go and, you know, put them in full armor, they can train up, they can become bigger and more powerful and harder to kill. That's so, handy. yeah, you can do all those types of things and, and there's, you know, like a, a shop that brings trade to the town. Yeah. Um, it just brings more 
elements to your base yeah. so you don't have to fuck around going everywhere but again it's an Assassin's Creed game you're not at your home base all that much in the yeah. game you know so that's the kind of part that I also found was a bit silly as well like you can create this town and presumably a big part of this game is building your town to be a force within England yeah and that's the big thing in this is like you've got to go and create uh, like allegiances and friendships and all that yeah. kind of stuff as well as defeating raiding parties and all that other bullshit as well yeah but you don't seem to get raided well I haven't seen it anyway in the time that I've been playing it yeah um, there's no major need to defend your home um, you know there's the stuff that you're actually spending on your home doesn't really seem to make a huge difference because yeah. when you go to any other town anyway, most of that shit's already there and they have traders and you, know, you can't... Just take... a way to burn through resources that you find from raiding. Yeah, yeah. To create so... kind of a more larger economy in the game. Because I think like a lot of games like that, when they don't have that kind of stuff, you end mm-hmm. up with thousands and thousands of various Mm -hmm. resources Mm -hmm. that you just can't use and like you do use them to upgrade your own weapons and armor and stuff in the game which is I think really a nice change compared to you know certain I've played all the Assassin's Creed games I was looking at through our decade in review agendas from our podcast earlier in the year Mm -hmm. and um, like nearly every year had an Assassin's Creed in my top three yeah and um, so Obviously, I'm fucking keen to play this game when it's working. <laughs> you no, know, you're not going to. Just get over yeah, it. Yeah, one day. I'll just have to move on. But yeah. um, from what I've seen and what I've heard, it does seem like they've really stepped out of... You know, Origins really re sort of refreshed mm-hmm. the franchise. Yeah. And then Odyssey took it to a whole other level. Yeah. Um, but it was still very similar to Origins. Now, this has... Uh, it's sort of branching out. It's taking the success of those games and starting to branch out into new areas and really mm. fine-tuning that those really good yeah. mechanics. Yeah. The so, one thing I yeah. really do like about this is that you're not... And I did mention this months ago, is when you think of the Norse, when you think of you know the, the, um, the Vikings, they're not an assassin's kind of race. Yeah. They don't sneak around. Like, even in this... When you're in a raiding party and you're on a boat, you come up to a settlement and you click triangle or whatever it is to go raid. Yeah. The very first thing they do is pull out this fucking horn and just blow blow this massive horn to let everyone know that they're there. Yeah. And it's like, it's fight time, you know? Yeah. And it kind of is the exact opposite of what I always thought of as an Assassin's Creed game. Yeah. Um, Which is supposed to be stealthy. Yeah. And a lot of part, a lot of parts of those games have always been stealthy. Yeah. But the thing you learn very early on in this game is that there's a character that's a, a you know computer character, but they're from Rome. They've been brought by your you know your the stepdad king or whatever he is. Oh, they're from the Turkey. Turkey. Yeah, isn't and it? they've yeah. been brought across to um yeah. to help. Yeah. So. He's brought these this one guy and his apprentice yeah, to come across, yeah, and they're assassins, and you can tell yeah. right away that that's the link. Yeah. And throughout the game, like I've played for twenty hours so far, and it's only happened twice where he actually takes you under his wing and goes, "If you want to get into a place and you don't want to be seen, wear a hood and walk slowly." 
And it's like, wow, that's <laughs> unbelievable. It's changed everything. Um, so it's a little <laughs> and bit that's like how they that. invented stealth. Stealth, that's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So whenever I think of Vikings, literally all I think of is God of War. Yeah, yeah. Because like that was the most recent Viking game. Yeah, and, and it was fucking great, awesome. Greatest game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, the other thing that they've put in this game, which reminded me a lot of God of War is when you're in your boat, you're raiding party boats. Yeah, there's um, a, like a decapitated head that talks to you. <laughs> Should be. Little but boy, that's, that's a little bit annoying. close. It's a little bit too similar. Trade um, You can actually have your, your party sing. So you can... Like, oh, you know yeah. when you get in a car in any open world game, you press yeah. sideways on the D-pad to change the channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do the same <clears> thing in this. They start yeah. singing and you press left or right and it changes yeah. the songs. Um, they first brought that in, I think... Where you could adjust it in Black Flag with the okay. sea shanties. Yep. And that was always really good. You could listen yeah. to the whole crew like blare, blaring out these fucking epic sea shanties. Yeah. But then to do it in Viking times to have like these big, bold Viking yeah. songs is really yeah. cool. Yeah. And then you can actually turn the, the music off and switch over to uh, you know, a story. And someone oh, will actually tell you stories of previous raids awesome. and things like that and that reminded me straight away yeah. of God of War and that's I actually really thought nice that was touch. really cool yeah. you know they added a lot of stuff that I assume is actual you know stories Viking yeah. mythology or, yeah. or legends and they do talk about the gods and do those types of things it's mm-hmm. not as I don't know it's not as um, capturing as it was in God of War because that was yeah. like I used to look forward to being in the canoe in God of War so yeah. I could get into the stories they yeah. were fucking brilliant but it's not quite as capturing as that but it's still good yeah um, really sets the scene yeah which yeah. is cool so sets the atmosphere I'm not going to give the game a, a score at the moment because I am going to play it more and yeah. I really do want to see like I said what it comes out as in, in the new generation yeah um, so I'm, I'm really keen for that yeah well I'll um, have played it by the time we played it on PS5 yeah by yeah. the time we record next because so Thursday's in two days yeah we like Literally only one day and 14 hours and 48 minutes away from me being in line at EB to pick up my <laughs> PS5. Uh, so, you know, I'm going to ju- dive into those PS5 ones that I mentioned, but I'm definitely going to get back into AC Valhalla. You know, and earlier this year I was saying, looking at all the games, Valhalla was going to be the one that would fall away yeah, and, and fall through the cracks because of everything else that's on. But it's mm. just very... Like, despite the game-breaking bugs that I came across, it's super impressive. And having mm. Cyberpunk 2077 moved into yeah. December, yeah. really, like, you know, Miles Morales is reasonably short. Mm-hmm. Astro's Playroom is reasonably short. Sackboy, I don't imagine. I mean, that's one that I'll probably play with the kids yeah. a fair bit because mm. I've got two extra controllers pre-ordered. Yeah. So we can play that, mm-hmm. which I think is going to be really fun. Yeah. But... For the most part, a lot of the launch games are quite short. Demon Souls, I'll dive into, but I don't know yeah. if I've got the willpower to <laughs> put myself through that kind of yeah. pain. Yeah. So, but I think AC Valhalla is going to be one that I come back to. Like we, can, I can bitch and moan about my experience so far, but we all know that I'm going back to. Oh it. yeah, for sure. Yeah. So the other thing that we're going to do quite quickly here, yeah, um, just to to finish up the episode, is. We decided that it'd be a good idea for us to give our top three of what has been our experience with the the current Xbox and the current PS4, 
in this yeah. case. So this generation, um, basically, yeah. not including you know any Nintendo or anything like that, just yeah. PlayStation and Xbox. You know, we did our decade in review. I already mentioned it. We did that earlier this year, where we went through the whole decade, which included pre this generation, mm. all the way through this generation, really. And you yeah. know, there hasn't been that many games this year of note. Due to, you know, COVID delays and whatever. We've still got two months left of the year. Mm. We've got Cyberpunk still coming. We've got, you know, Assassin's Creed Valhalla just hit. Watch Dogs Legion just hit. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of games still to come. But in terms of... And we're not going to do it based on the the groundbreakingness of them. Just our, our fun that we had with them. Um, mm. You know, the experience that that game brought for us. Yeah. Um, well, not... I mean, one of mine is for groundbreaking and fun. Yeah. So, I don't have you. I've written down my three, but I haven't got yours here. So, if you work yours out, yeah. I mean, I assume Overwatch is up there for you, even though you mostly played it on PC. It was a PC game. I never really played it on console, so well, I don't want to. It's cut yeah, exactly. It's, cut. it's gone. <laughs> okay. Well, so look. Obviously, The Witcher is one of mine. Witcher three. Yeah. Um, I played through that game from start to finish, including all side quests and expansions, mm. twice. So 400 plus hours in it. It's one of the best RPGs I've ever played. Um, you know, they. I was bitching about CD Projekt Red on the last episode because, you know, they get all this fucking leniency because yeah. they made one really good game. But fuck, it was a really good yeah. game. Yeah. You know, so I... And it's not them we're talking about, it's the game. That game mm. is absolutely one of my top three. And these are in no specific order. You know, they could be all even level. Mm-hmm. The three, my favorite three all in a row. Yeah. Um, so The Witcher 3 is my first one. We, you know, we won't go into this as much as we did with the Decade no, Review. Right. Because we've already kind of dragged on a Both bit. Both of us definitely agree on the next one. Yep. So you've got oh, God of War. Yeah. Right. Potentially one of the greatest games I've ever played. Yeah. And, and in terms of like, you know, you said not going into groundbreaking or anything mm. like that, but fuck me for a remark, like a re a, a refresh yeah, again, relaunch a relaunch of a, of a yeah. franchise mm. to go from what we knew of God of War to this new thing, you know, it became so much more than what it had been for the whole franchise. You know, the, yeah. the father son relationship mm. moving into the, the Viking Norse mythology, all of that. Plus all the gameplay mechanics, everything about that game was fantastic. It was tight. And that is mm. probably my number one. Like I just said, they're all in a row, yeah. but I think God of War would yeah. be up there. Because to me, whenever I think of that game, yeah. specifically just think about God of War, I kind of get emotional. Yeah. You know, like it, it, it took so much to play that game kind of thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, there was parts that were, you know, so hard to play. Other parts that were so easy to be in that you didn't have to do anything, but they were just great to be there. Like yeah. I said, being in the boats. Yeah. You know, fighting a Valkyrie was fucking insanely hard. Yeah. And but it, it just felt yeah, it was so, so right. well done. Yeah. Mm. You know, um, Oscar was born in 2019. Yeah. Uh, January, which was you know a good almost a year after God of War so I'd finished it yeah. and I haven't played it again since mm-hmm. and I kind of you know when the second one well the you know whatever Ragnarok whatever the new one is going to be later yeah. next year presumably late next year who the fuck knows anyway yeah. um, 
I really do want to go back and revisit God of War and mm. obviously with the shorter load times on the PS5 I'm yeah. more likely to do that but I feel like just looking back those all the interactions between Kratos and his son um, you know they were all really emotional and emotionally charged in a, the exact right way it all mm-hmm. felt really really good when I was playing it and yeah. now being a father like you know I was a stepdad before but having having Oscar yeah. has like completely shifted my sort of perspective on the world mm-hmm. and I feel like playing that again would be a totally different experience now yeah potentially so yeah, um, yeah I definitely want to revisit that mm. so have you got another one that's um, I'm, I am kind of tossing up a couple of different games there's been some great games there really really has been yeah um, we definitely both agree on the next one you have on your list um, but for me um, Red Dead Redemption 2 potentially was a, you know that was a game I sunk hours into yeah and that was mainly because you had to ride a horse fucking forever <laughs> but I loved the game like it there was not, so was much in that game that I just liked being in that world yeah. the character interactions like it was fucking great game yeah it really was a great game yes you spent a bit of time on a horse yeah and sometimes but it felt it ro- felt good yeah. Rockstar did it good did, oh, you know and they did an incredible job there's not many other games that really even compare to it in no. scope or anything yeah you know yeah. and the the ability of Rockstar you know people sh- people give fucking CD Projekt read a lot of leniency yeah but Rockstar have earned it oh yeah you know through yeah. blood sweat and tears mm. you know GTA 5 came out on PS3 it's coming it came out on PS4 it's coming out on PS5 yeah. mm-hmm. in late 2021 as well mm-hmm. um that that game was a game changer you know previous gen and yeah. then you had Red Dead Redemption 2 come out and just like draw everything that it could from the current gen mm. consoles yeah and it really did you know the very first time you loaded that game, you just went, fuck, why don't all games look this amazing? Yeah. You know, and it just continued the whole way through it. Like you could stop and look at a tree yeah. and just go, fuck, that looks awesome. Yeah. You know, and you don't do that in a lot of games. No. You know? I, I mean, some people do. Well, yeah, maybe. Not us. No, that's right. <laughs> but if you also like, like doing that kind of thing, then that's okay, but yeah. we don't. And just the world building that they do, Rockstar yeah. do, you know, that world felt like you were in it at every moment. Yeah. So Probably my other one that I, I, I would throw in here would be Rocket League. Um, yeah. Rocket League was not something that I'd ever considered really, playing soccer with cars that could yeah. fly kind of thing. Um, but fuck, that was good. And the, the amount of, like the science that they must have put into that game yeah. to do all the shit that you could do on it and then break all that science and yeah. you know, have it fucking be fantasy. And have um, it be fun as fuck. Yeah, yeah. For the fun factor, that was insane. And I played a shitload of that game. Yeah. Not as much as I played of the next game that you really liked. Yeah. Um, so I listed this as Destiny 1 and Destiny 2 because yeah. um, not just like you were saying... We're not talking about groundbreaking, but I think yeah. Destiny... I put Destiny there because really, that game... I mean, first of all, it inspired multiple oh, yeah. other companies to make games that are very similar. Anthem, mm. yeah. um, you know, even like The Division almost kind of followed in, in the yeah. suit of it. Yeah. 
but you know there's other games that are coming that we know look very similar to Destiny mm-hmm. yeah but Destiny 1 was just I mean Bungie killed it yeah you know that game was not perfect mm-hmm. it had a lot wrong with it mm-hmm. it had a lot lacking yeah a lot was repetitive but fuck, there was a lot that was right it was so fun to play yeah you know we between us we probably put in over a thousand hours into Destiny 1 oh easily yeah, yeah. Yeah. And now Destiny 2's out. It's free to play. It's a free yeah. to play across all systems. It has cross-platform save transfers. So you mm-hmm. can cloud. You can save your character to a cloud and then play it on a completely different console. Yeah. They've supported it heaps with expansions. We've just got Beyond... Is it called Beyond Light? The new one? Yeah. So they've got Beyond Light coming out. I think it came out today for PS4 and Xbox One. Um, and, you know, it's coming out to PS5... Destiny 2 with Beyond Lights coming out, mm. PS5 and Xbox Series X early December, like I mentioned. Yeah. You know, that game can continue to be supported for so long mm. and it just is immensely fun. Like yeah. every time I dive back into Destiny, I yeah. lose weeks. Yeah, and it feels so good still. You know? Yeah. And the, the thing that really, for me, is a huge thing for that game is that... Um, when my ex-wife and I split up, I went out and bought a PlayStation and that game. Yeah. And for six months, no one fucking heard of me. (laughs) I was locked away just playing that. And then it didn't feel bad. Yeah. You know, like I didn't get bored. I didn't get fucking pissed off. You know, I wasn't completely locked away, obviously, but, yeah. you know, I could just dive in. It wasn't completely in. unhealthy. No, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I nearly died, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> from the lack of eating and the dehydration from the yeah, tears. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it it kind of feels like it helped me get through a lot yeah. at that time. And it's always great to hear those stories. As yeah, well, where, and it know. just felt great killing everything. You yeah. know, I don't know what it was, but that, that can, Seriously, you cannot be divorced and that's still fun. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. That's what, like every time I dive into it, you know, you go, there's so many areas that you can go to in Destiny 2 now. Mm. Um, and I would still just go to like one planet and just spend fucking ages <laughs> on one planet, just going point to point. Yeah, just, and even just like randomly riding around and jumping off to kill guys. You're yeah. like on the way to something and you're like, oh, I'll just kill you five dudes. Yeah. You know? And that's the thing in that game that, a lot of other games have never got right. Yeah. See, Anthem tried, yeah. and, yeah. and flying yeah. around and everything with Anthem was really good, but yeah. there was it just lacked. Yeah, there was something Probably missing. from that soullessness of But there was EA. times in Destiny where you could basically spawn camp a monster cave Yeah. for fucking hours. Yeah. Like, hours and hours and hours. Yeah, and then they'd delete those, and then other people yeah. would find other ones. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So good. Yeah. You know, there was other games that stood out, like I mentioned, The Division. The Division 1 and The Division 2 were seriously good games. Yeah. Un- unreal yeah. games. You know, we had that we had Watch Dogs start yeah. and go through from Watch Dogs 1, 2 and into probably Legion. Probably finish. <laughs> um, you know, there's the just... Wolfenstein re- re-launch, yeah. I guess. Yeah, we had that. We had Horizon Zero Dawn, which was, like, exceptional. Um, all of the Assassin's Creed's, all of the bloody Call of Duties that Rainbow I Six, into. one of the most popular games ever. Yeah, still exactly yeah. right. And then this year, closing out the fucking generation, we've had Ghost of Tsushima, The Last of Us Part Two, Crash Bandicoot Four. Mm. Like that's a know, big deal. 
the difference between The Last of Us Part 2 and Crash Bandicoot 4, you're like, what are the similarities? <laughs> Rather than looking at the differences, what, yeah. what do they have in common? Fuck all. Not much. But they're both really fucking important yeah, games and great games. Mm, yeah, very much you so. Know? And yeah. so, you know, we've still got Cyberpunk coming in at the tail end just to smoke the competition. Most potentially, probably. yeah. But um, yeah, I think you know. I thought I just wanted this episode to do because obviously this is the end of the gen yeah. for us. Yeah, we still play PS4 backwards compatibility, but I'm never fucking turning on a PS4 again <laughs> after Thursday, except yeah. to set it up for the kids. Like, <laughs> and right. I'll probably hit a load screen and be like, "Oh, I hate this. This sucks. Fuck my life." <laughs> but you know, for for us, we're both getting it. A PS5. I just got the confirmation that your PS5 from Good Guys will be available at launch. So Woo-hoo! we're both getting one at launch. I don't know about you, but I'm probably not going back to this gen except in backwards compatibility games. Yeah. So probably be the same. I just wanted to do a little short celebration of the yeah. the generation, and that's it has what, been pretty amazing. You know, yeah, it it's been yeah. seriously good. Yeah. You know, there's been some of the best games, and it's. It's hard to say because there's a lot of games. The video games have been going for fucking 40 years yeah. plus. But um, it, it seems like it's only getting better and better. And you've really got to celebrate the last seven years of PS4 mm-hmm. and Xbox One yeah. in what they've been able, what developers have been able to achieve. And we don't know what's going to come. Yeah. You know, that's the amazing thing for me is they brought out this new console. And yes, there's upgrades. But from where we started in the PlayStation 4 to yeah. where we finished from now, NAC to NAC 2 like, like incredible like <laughs> huge differences though over those years and yeah. it's been like 6 years exactly so you know yes but they haven't changed really the console yeah you know the, it's just the been, hardware's been, able been to, the same they've been able to eke out that little bit more and more and more yeah. you know to, to go from like like I said NAC or mm. fucking Assassin's Creed Black Flag to yeah. Red Dead Redemption and Assassin's Creed Valhalla mm. in one generation like even just comparing Black Flag and Valhalla those two games you know Valhalla is far and away a better like yeah. more impressive visually much more to do in, and play yeah like just I'm really excited to see where we are on PS5 and Xbox Series X in you know four years five years time yeah what so, people can get out of it you know mm. we've already seen ray tracing videos from bloody Spider-Man and stuff like that, which, yeah. you know, you don't see... You, ray tracing almost seems like it's not that important, but when you see the comparison of like a foggy window that you walk past and yeah. then a pure ray tracing reflections of everything window, yeah, it's like just a very simple change, but mm. it makes it so much more immersive. Yeah, exactly. And all that kind yeah. of stuff. Like yeah. sitting on a window sill as Spider-Man and watching mm. people's reflections in puddles and windows and stuff yeah. is just... Because that's the thing, like, was it the Division 2 that didn't have reflections at all? Mm. You know, and that wasn't that long ago. And there was so much more in that game. Yeah. But because you could walk past a mirror and yeah. not even a shadow would change, yeah. you just kind of go, what? That's fuck. Am I a vampire? Like, yeah, you know, exactly. it's just kind of fucked with your head a little bit. But yeah. to have it at that almost realistic stage, yeah, for and lighting and reflection, yeah, and shadows it's going to be stuff. a massive game changer. Yeah, so looking forward to it. So, yeah. um, yeah. anyway, thank you yeah. everybody for being with us on the PS4 journey as well. Exactly, it's, we've been through it the whole way. Yeah, we did it. Yeah, 
Now we quit. Unbelievable. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> we've still got like four weeks until we've been doing this for 10 years, so we've got to quit in yeah. four weeks. Yeah, exactly. Remember we've talked about this. That's right. It's all over. <laughs> Stick to the plan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening, everyone. We yes, hope thank you. You, you can um, email us at podcast at dropbackgaming.com. Also, hit us up on the social medias and stuff and let us know what your favorite games of the yes. generation have been because like, we are honestly interested to hear yeah. what your favorites have been and why. Definitely. You know, everyone has their own personal experiences with video games and that's what makes video gaming so good. Mm. So, yeah. yeah, we're really keen to hear what you guys have got to say about it. So but please otherwise, do. Enjoy and hopefully you get your hands on a new console and you'll be able to hear our thoughts on it potentially if we you know don't just keep playing and yeah. stop and not do a podcast in theory we post another podcast next week but yeah it may not be forever yeah who knows <laughs> depends anyway, on how good that ray tracing is enjoy thank you for listening talk again soon see ya <laughs> <laughs>